Welcome to the Circle of Jerks podcast. This is Justin Parsley alongside the co-host with the co-most, Joshua Wooten. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for tuning into the show via your choice of listening pleasure. This is episode... Cinco? Yeah. Five. Yeah. We have hit five. We have hit episode five. So we continue our march towards podcast domination and the most unsanctioned podcast to date where any person, place, or thing can be a topic at hand. Speaking of any person, place, or thing being a topic at hand, there's something that um, I came across while I was going through my phone here this past week, and kind of an interesting thing that, uh, interesting project that I was a part of. Uh, Two good buddies of mine, Andrew Benefil at the time, and Marcus Yancey. So basically, uh, Mark Yancey had or has um, this DJ beatbox, mix board, table, and he was working on producing music at this period of time in his life. And I guess he had done it prior and actually had live performances when he was younger. So he came to Benefil and myself and sent us both um, a beat that he had composed and asked if we would like to write a verse on the song that he was creating. And it took me a while because I'm sort of a perfectionist, maybe too much of a perfectionist. Um, so I was the last to join this track. Um, and my part kind of has uh, a weird tracking tune to it. So I, I kind of sound auto-tuned. But um, I think each part kind of sounds unique in its own right. And what I'm going to do is uh, actually share that rap song that we created uh, with the audience listening today. Uh, the song is called Flow So Cold, and uh, I'm going to play it for you right now.
nuts out the back of your butt Or get straight raw vicious We can win the kick it I got the ice pick And you know I'm about to stick it Right into your flesh man Punches your flesh and Keep stabbing and stabbing Until it ain't nothing left And it's on to the next one Like cause I ain't finished I ain't gonna stop Until your whole family's diminished Motherfucking baka BJ naughty balls Whatever the alias Bitch fuck, fuck all y'all I'm the fucking man Bitch you better understand With the spike in my hand And my shoes got the grand Bitch can't see me Favorite rapper wanna be me All these bitches on my dick Like I'm in a rock band Clicking them all at the clothes Yeah everybody knows That's how I get down And the cold wind blows Every time we do a show When we in your town Bitch Low colder than a fucking windy day in Chicago Low colder than a fucking windy day in Chicago Low colder than a fucking windy day in Chicago Low go, low go I'm coming out the tunnel like I'm ready for war I'm trying to do shit like never before Everyone's saying I'm just another white boy Your girl's saying I'm a favorite of toys Allow me to introduce myself Hello. I came from a family that wasn't a well Told all my life that I wouldn't be shit So I, I took, took that, that shit, shit and I flipped that, that bitch Bobbing and weaving like I'm fucking rocky Shit, y'all probably thinking I'm cocky 5'5 yep. five, five with a six foot soul Y'all done heard of Pootie before Ooh. It's cool, it only take a minute Sit back and relax as you were about to get it Came from the bottom and rose to the top And I'ma keep striving until my heart stops This merch squad hoe, you already know Flow so cold, fuck, Earth. I need a coat I'm incredible like the hawk I'm super like the man super. Basically what I'm saying Y'all bitches didn't stand a chance Pootie Assholes. I'm a little past those Upper echelons be the one to get chose And if you wanna get ahead in life Into the cold It goes down, down, up, down, up Finger pose Fuck one, two hands up Get both of those Been doing this all my life I'm such a pro And the way shit going I need my two more Go roll mode Don't need to think slow Like a door Keep one eye open The beep holes I'm a dog Say the fuck from round me Cool Joe I'm a demon From daddy semen I'm a heathen I've been like this Before a nigga was breathing My worst shot Better believe Christopher Reason Whenever that I'm subject to do it I'm Willie Beeman Bars Too damn hot Jamaican season Jerk on my chicken I don't do I get deep in my grind Too hard Too strong Opposite weak And I ain't talking Days of the week I'm tying loose ends And the Frostbite below, nothing to show, so there's nothing to tell. Better life alert this chick, cause this bitch just fell off of the map. The shit went splattered, walking around like your existence ever mattered. Acknowledge my presence, girl, know that I'm flattered, but my moves like Jagger leave your pussy all shattered. Yeah, I the club, drunk head in a stag, a drunk head in my bunk bed, fuck drunk instead. Bad brain, breakfast in bed, are you insane? Eggs over easy, it's ironic. It's over easy, slut, only drink you had was a liquorless tonic. It. So we're back. That was Flow So Cold, produced by Mark Yancey and uh, written individually by Benefil, myself, Yancey, and, and then some black guy whom I've never met before. 
<laughs> you ever rapped on a song before? <clears throat> no, but I had a rap song written about me. Did you? How did it go? Uh, I'm a wigger. Go figure. Fat white, guy, fat white guy trying to be a nigger. I'm a wigger. Go figure. <laughs> Brought to you by the one and only... Oh, Bobby Hicks. Bobby Hicks, that's right. Bobby Rob, Hicks. Robert Hicks wrote that song about you. And I think he's like, I'm pretty sure he's out in L.A. now and he's fucking like some Asian girl. Last I saw of him. He lost weight, he got fat, he lost, I think he's fat again and he's having sex. I was really hoping that the the movie preview he did, I thought it was going to, you know, I was going to see something. It looked good. Yeah. I was, I was I'm suspenseful. Shit. He's running. <laughs> what? We don't know. Tune in the next week. He is a really creative, talented kind of guy. Um, I just don't know whatever panned out for him or what came to be. But um, earlier, you and I were talking, and I showed you the uh, our sister company, An Exercise in Bullshitting. They run a podcast. They run our website on Square Trade. Um, and I showed you that they now have what is called the tip of the day. And so what I want to do for our listening audience is play the tip of the day for them, or just the tip is what they call it now, just the tip. Um, not even the tip. No, it's not even the tip, not this time, but this is uh, Robert Cox with uh, Just the Tip. The devil went down to Georgia, he was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind and he was way behind and he was willing to make a deal. Happy Friday, you Hammurabi looking motherfuckers. We've got a special episode for you today. I don't exactly have a tip for you. I don't have just the tip. I don't have any part of the tip. I actually left the tip at home. I unscrewed it. I left it on my dresser. Um, It's not the first time I've done that, and it probably won't be the last. So, as you can see, I'm uh, I'm on my lunch hour here um, in the van. The van is back in commission. It's rolling down the river, and uh, it's running stronger than ever. So, I'm really excited about what's to come of that but you're probably wondering what exactly the van is you've probably seen it on the website you know it's kind of our mascot it's our logo on the t-shirts and all that other bullshit um some of our branding it's kind of the kind of the central theme of a lot of different things that we're trying to do um and that's not uh there's no um you know there's no uh real explanation for that it just kind of happens so i'll give you a quick tour of the van um you know, as you can see, we really keep things in order. Uh, we really um, pride ourselves on having a clean, you know, kid-friendly environment in here. Now, um, now that I mentioned that, there haven't been at least three or four kids conceived actually in this van that I know of. You know, those are only the ones that I've been a part of. Um, I'm sure there are others out there running around. I'm not sure. Uh, but with that said... Uh, one thing we do need to establish is the gender of the van. Now, she, see, I just about did it again. I've been calling the van she for the past couple of weeks as we were getting it repaired. We were getting the van repaired. I busted a fucking hole in the radiator. We had to get a new radiator. So the new radiator's in. It's running like a motherfucker, um, like it's 1976. So that's probably a key key detail this is a 1976 f-250 econo line that you can fucking stand up in i could do jumping i could damn near do jumping jacks in this motherfucker um so i guess you know instead of a tip today i just had that question you know what gender is the van we've got to be careful 
you know, should we assign a gender? That's question number one, because, you know, you can you can cross that line in the sand and it can be considered a microaggression by in, in those certain circles. And I'm sure you know who I'm referring to um, when I say that. So I would consider this van a macroaggression, you know, in and of itself. It's uh, it's really just fucked up. And that's all there is to it. And, and that's what I love about it. You know, there's mold, there's there's fucking mold growing on the speakers. Um, and there's rotten food everywhere and firewood and beer cans. And I fucking love it. It's what it, that's what it's all about. That's what it's it's an exercise. It's literally an exercise in bullshitting. So um, with that said, I hope you all have a great weekend. I'm not sure if I'm going to check in this weekend or not. I've got a few things lined up, so we'll see what happens. Um, if you've not visited our website, exerciseinbullshitting.com, do that now. Again, that is an exerciseinbullshitting.com. The podcast on iTunes, um, it's available on the website as well, An Exercise in Bullshitting. Also recommend The Circle Jerks, The Circle of Jerks podcast, hosted by Mr. Justin Parsley. Um, he's a goddamn savage. I believe he's bringing in a co-host as well these days. Uh, I'm not sure who he, who that gentleman is, um, but I'm sure he's a, a fucked up individual as well. Um, so I'll wrap this bitch up, and we'll catch you on down the road. All right, Rob Cox, thanks for that. Uh, just a tip. And I am the co-host that he was referring to. Welcome. Joshua Wooten. Now there's a name to go with the... Not sure who he is, but he's a fucked up individual. Well, he was right, though. Yeah, he's... When he calls you a fucked up individual. Yeah. You are what you are. Very fucked up. <laughs> All right, so um, you, had a, you had a suggestion today, right? As we go live on Instagram, which is a first for me. I don't, I don't know if this is going to work or how we'll well it's going to work. We'll see how it turns out. So we're trying to find different ideas on how to take the podcast. You know, we love having guests on here. If you want to have a guest... PM me or Justin, or when you when we post these videos, please comment. Hey, I want to be on the show. We get to know everybody, and I've had a few people do that actually. I've had people yeah. hit me up at work to say they want to be on it. I've had a few text messages sent my way, and I mean, I haven't had any of those yet. But I do have friends that I work with, and friends that I've you know from home from the hometown we live in say it's hilarious stuff, and so. What we're trying to do is we're trying to get different topics, and I kind of came up with what you mentioned in the third podcast with me, dad jokes. Yeah. So I thought, why don't we just, you know, have a dad joke laugh off? But the object is we tell each other dad jokes with a serious face in hopes to get the other guy to laugh. I think th- there's a possibility that we could just make this a drinking game of sorts, really. Huh. Every time a, you laugh, you drink? Yeah, because I, I have a cabinet full of hard liquor, so really Ooh, we could go Facebook shots, Live. Please. We could face, face each other off with our cameras, and then we could do this dad jokes game and see how well we can keep ourselves composed. We won't make it the whole podcast. We'll be drunk before the end of the Well, jokes. I hope you're right. I mean, I want to be drunk, and then I want to get in the car, and I want to drive through the cemetery where our final resting place will be. <laughs> All right, we'll so we'll go ahead and call the Chevy Little's finest and just have him wait out the front door. Just go ahead and put the cuffs on me. We'll just do, we'll go right over by Taylor Street and do our fucking drinking and driving, <laughs> blaring the horn. So I guess we're gonna go Facebook Live, uh, Facebook Live Face Off Dad Joke Challenge. We're gonna see how well this goes. I mean, we have to be willing to try new ideas. 
whatever works. I mean, and if you have any suggestions, folks, uh, topics you want to hear talked about, um, please comment in the uh, comment section that you'll see here later, and uh, help keep this dream of ours going. Because I mean, we're at the bottom. Sky's the limit. I want to see this thing thrive to something amazing. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so we'll be right back. And welcome back, folks. We are going to do a fun game called Circle Jerks Dad Joke Laugh Off. Like I mentioned earlier, we tell dad jokes to one another. And if you laugh, we have a very fine 12-year-age scotch of Glenn Levitt. And we are going to be able to yeah, take a sip if you laugh. If you laugh at the first ever Circle of Jerks dad joke laugh off, well, I can play at home. You can play at home too. This is a very fun game to play with everybody. You got to take a drink if you lose. And basically, we're going to just go through some dad jokes till we can't take it anymore or one of us just can't stop laughing. Probably until dad's gone. So, I don't have a quarter. Alright, so, heads, tails, call it. Mm-hmm. Tails. Mm. Okay, I go first. Alright. It was a uh, skull can top. Alright. You ready, sir? I'm ready. Glasses on. You've been on the whole time. Shake. Yep. Okay. You're an American when you walk into the bathroom. You're an American when you walk out. But what do you become while you're in there? What's that? European. I met my wife on the net. We were both trapeze artists. Nice. Want to hear a bad joke about a piece of paper? Yeah. Never mind. It's terrible. I used to have a job collecting leaves. I was raking it in. Cheers. Yeah. Ooh. Chaser, that's fair. Chaser, more alcohol. That's the way I do it. Mom didn't raise no bitch. <clears throat> if you see a robbery at the Apple store, does that make you an eyewitness? What's the leading cause of dry skin? I don't know. Towels. We never thought about that one. What's Forrest Gump's password? One, Forrest. One. <laughs> okay. Hmm. What's a marsupial's favorite cocktail? I don't know. A pina koala. A down under joke. Nice. You like that, mate? I do. Why did the Clydesdale give a pony a glass of water? Why? Because he's a little horse. 
Okay. Touche. Touche. Shout out to my grandma. That's the only way she can hear. <laughs> oh, that was great. Ooh. It is a good scotch. It is a good scotch. It is a good scotch. The cashier asked my dad, would you like the milk in a bag, sir? My dad goes, no, just go ahead and leave it in the carton. <laughs> Son of a bitch. You're not supposed to drink scotch like this. Like it's just no, you're not. Heavy doses. I just ate a frozen apple. Hardcore. <laughs> this is going to end badly. Mm -hmm. Almost done with the scotch. What do you think? Like, equal. We'll do like three, three more pieces. Yeah, we need three more pieces. Three more pieces. <clears throat> I bought some shoes from a drug dealer. I don't know what they were laced with, but I kept tripping all day. Rest in peace, boiled water. You will be missed. Very nice. Very nice. You know, I was telling my dad the other day, I go, hey, I was thinking. He goes, hold on. Thought I smelled something burning. Okay. Why did the chicken cross the road? I don't know. To get to the idiot. Knock, knock. Who's there? The chicken. <laughs> Cheers. Oh, man. Last one. How do you make a Kleenex dance? You put a little boogie in it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've used it. You laughed at your own joke. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think you have to finish your... Whew. Why can't you have a nose 12 inches long? I don't know. Because then it would be a foot. Alright, that was the very first ever dad joke laugh off. I think it was pretty even. Presented to you by the Circle of Jerks podcast. Let's see if we have any viewers here. We got five people over here. Four. Uh, nope, I don't have any right now. That page needs more likes. It does. That's, that's part of the issue. More likes. Alright, so, how was, did you work today? Yep. How'd that go? Today. Not too bad. Um, just sat on the streets. Um, about four runs today in a 12-hour span. You know, kind of spaced out. We were the only medic truck on the on the street, so pretty big city to cover. Yeah, yeah. A lot better than yesterday. Yeah. That you were telling me about. Yeah. Yesterday did not bode well for you. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that because... Uh. All right, well, then we're going to have to, like, we're going to have to post... Uh, you have to send me a PM if you want to hear about Wooten's story from yesterday. Yes. His or, atrocious... Yes. Catastrophic event that happened yesterday. They doesn't want to talk about right now, for work reasons. Yeah, I mean that's fair. That's fair. It's like an ongoing. Yes. Mmm. That sucks. Okay. Maybe later down the road we can talk about it. I would hope so. Eventually. Become one of those 
Memories. Yeah, like having Jeff Vincent on the show. Absolutely. That was a, that's a memory now. It's a fantastic memory. It was pretty good. Yeah. You uh, Are you friends with anybody out at Kindles that does karaoke, like Megan or like on Snapchat? I don't think so, no. Because um, Thursday night looked like it was kind of popping without us there. Like it, looked like it was a pretty decent crowd. Was it? Yeah. Seems like we hit and miss. Either we're on the rotation for the popping crowd or... It's I think just, when we were consistently going, we were we were kind of bringing them in. Well, yeah. I mean, for lack of better terminology, I believe that... We do an average, what, six, seven songs a piece? At least, yeah. And a couple of those are duets. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like Sonny and Cher, folks. It's not that. No. But we it's do... Not like, it's not like Sonny and Jeff, either. <laughs> we get along a lot better <laughs> I know he's listening right now, and that's why I have to fucking put that out there. She's not. She's, no, no she's, she's not. She's someplace else. No, she's not. Like, she unfriended me on Facebook and because I disclosed some information that apparently I wasn't supposed to disclose. I didn't know the two of them weren't friends on Facebook, and, and so I go ahead and tell Jeff some information. Like, I'm just joking with him, and I'm like, well, like, I saw that she wrote this on her Facebook, and he's like, what? She has me blocked. Well, then I couldn't backtrack at that point, so uh, I had to dig in a little bit deeper and do some clicking and... Uh, yeah, and he wasn't impressed with what he saw, and so he told Sonny about it, and then Sonny fucking <laughs> eliminates me from her Facebook, so I shoot her a text, and I'm like, hey, you know, sorry for crossing the line, didn't mean to get involved with your relationship, but uh, didn't know that you guys were I off mean, again. it's on Facebook, so it's a, wouldn't it be considered a public forum? Yeah, to some, to some respect, yeah. I, I guess I just didn't know that they blocked one another, but it's hard telling with them. Yeah. You gotta catch them on the right days. One week he's sitting up there, the next week he's, fuck this shit, I'm going solo. Yeah, I thought I was going to get a fire pit out of the deal at one point. I was going to bring the fire pit over to my place. I, I was going to buy the stones. Yeah. and then, mine. Yeah, and then he, just no show. And then come to find out, Brad's like, yeah, yeah he's got it back in, back in his truck and he put it back in Sonny's place. That's maybe not a great Brad impression, why, why but that's not terrible. Is Brad a detective? Is he... Undercover? He might be. I would like to see Brad under the covers. If you get what I'm saying. So go add Brad on Facebook right now. If you're here. Brad Pretty. Brad Pretty. Exit out of this and go add Brad Pretty on Facebook right now. <clears throat> He's a winner, winner, chicken dinner, ladies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of chicken dinners and that woman of his. So, how... <laughs> how how's your week been? Because, I mean, I saw you earlier this week. We did a podcast with Jeff. and Yeah, it was a little rough. Yeah. Um, long days, and then coming here Tuesday night, I believe, yeah, yeah, and doing the podcast, and then only getting a few hours of sleep. I had to uh, go in a lot earlier than I normally do during the week, so um, to just you know be the good employee of Care Ambulance and help out where I can. Well, but, kudos to you for being that guy, for right. stepping up to the plate. Like almost 15, 16 hour days, and then coming, yeah. Man. 45 minutes to an hour drive home, and then... Five hours of sleep, if, if that. Yeah, with the kid. I know how that is. Yeah. Sleep just stops existing at some point. I mean, I've always, you know, my mom's like, you're going you're gonna to end up killing yourself. Well, that's when I'll sleep. <laughs> well, whenever my parents told me that, you're going to end up killing yourself because of lack of sleep, I said, I thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> it gets rough. I think a few of us have been that night. It gets rough sometimes. Long, uh-huh. I'm worth more dead, according to my life insurance, than I am alive. Hmm. Yeah, I, actually, I just got, like, life insurance from me. 
Through your work or? No, through this lady Tasha knows out of Rushville. And, uh, yeah, like, it's a pretty sweet deal. Like, Tasha gets, like, an, uh, an averaging. Oh, wait, she gets how much I bring home every two weeks. She gets that a month. Like, so, mm-hmm. two paychecks mm-hmm. a month for, like, three years. Really? So, there's no loss of income until she can you gotta figure out, like, find the... herself a new sugar daddy. <laughs> Cost a funeral. That's gonna put you out. No, two thousand bucks. Two thousand. I, I want a box and a hole. That's it. Yep. Are you Jimmy Parsley? You talk to Jimmy Parsley about having a funeral. It sounds like what he wants. I don't I mean, know. Jimmy Parsley's also mentioned that he wants his pole barn full of people that he knows, and his casket to be open, and he wants to be naked inside of his casket because he wants to go out how he came in, and he wants like a jukebox and like pork ribs with barbecue, and I'm like, I don't. First of all, this is gonna run me quite a bit of money. He's not going to be here, so he's not going to know how I actually pull it off. Well, because you know the favorite of the family is not going to have to pay for a thing. <laughs> I don't know if he listens, so. <laughs> Love you, Drew. <laughs> um, oh, we got some comments over here. Folks, you can hop on my Facebook Live and watch this, not Justin's. Jennifer Belichick loves our, fate or our group sessions. Gossip sessions. Yeah, well, we like gossiping. Oh, I do. Except there's, except there's not a bunch of beautician ladies around here doing my hair like it normally happens. We can make that happen. I have connections. That'd be you fantastic. Know, you know Roberta Watson by chance? She's been cutting my hair since I was 11. I kind of know her. <laughs> no, you don't. She's not there. <laughs> oh, man. For all your hairstyle needs, Bobby Watson at Roberta's Gallery of Style off Thompson and Broadway. I stopped going, which is terrible. I'm related to her. But, um, I don't know. She could pay. She could, like, tune in at some point and fuck it. She, she, she cuts me a great deal. Yeah, well. No pun intended. Right. Yeah. Dad joke. One-on-one. Yeah, another one. Yeah. Um, so, like, sometimes, like, um, it looks, it looked like whenever I was sitting in the chair, uh, Maybe at times I would slouch to the left without actually doing it because she was uneven at times. And and then also she just kind of liked to do her own thing with the hair instead of what I was aiming for. So I've switched around quite a bit. Now I go to Caitlin Gordon, who is also my cousin, Carmen's daughter. I think I met her once. She cuts hair, yeah. So she'll swing by and she'll do it in the house and stuff. So I don't have to fucking go out for that, which is kind of my idea of what I want. Um, I shop on Amazon, you know what I mean? I'm gonna start doing this Walmart. Clippers. I'm gonna start doing this Walmart pickup delivery. Like I don't like going out of the fucking house. Is what I'm saying. Like I do it like once every two weeks when we go to Kindles. What's the old ball and chain doing? Oh. Just kidding. <laughs> Love you, Leah. <laughs> she won't be on there, but she may be on here. She doesn't have any form of social media. Uh, yeah, she, she told is- me that. She was. I just. I'm not interested in it. I'm like. All right. Well, you're shit back to Pluto's on its way. Well, I mean, how, how are you going to find out what's going on with people's lives, and how are you going to talk shit about people, and keep up to date? I just don't understand how you would do that. No clue. I don't know. I got to have, like, I have the Twitter, I have the Snapchat, I have, I have fucking everything across the board. I'm terrible with Instagram. I don't even know how to use Instagram. It's like a photo album, but I thought I had one of those built into Facebook anyway, so why the fuck am I... Yeah, I have... <clears throat> You're not Instagram? I mean, I have it. Seven. I have, like, seven photos. <laughs> when, was the, when was the last one uploaded? Spring Break 2014. 14? 
Yeah, I think so. So we're saying like three years since your Instagram's been touched. Yeah, but I, I have like, you know, like a bunch of friends that I just gawk at their pictures all day. I'm like this, huh, I wish I had a life like you and posted photos all day. Yeah, see, I just sit there and jerk off to pictures of like people like, I don't know, Jennifer Paxton and stuff. So mm. <laughs> She was the one that likes the gossip, so I'll just go ahead and tell her that. We love you, Jennifer. <laughs> we love you. We don't see you at Kendall's anymore. Quit being a stranger. Come out. Watch me and Justin run the show. Is that what is that what we do? Usually. You know He lets us close out I every night, which is kinda of badass. Yeah. Gotta have friends in the right places. We have that pool. Which Kendall's is pretty fucking low, so we do have friends in low places. We scissor We scissor Jeff sometimes. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know it's <laughs> Well, it's kinda of, we can't Brad. Why does he always sing friends in low places? He screws that song up every oh, time. You, you call that singing? I didn't know how to label it. I knew it was a verb of some sort, but I didn't know exactly what it was. Trying is kind of what I would... Why does he always try Friends of Low Places? <laughs> I mean, I think Bob would be a great Garth Brooks. Bob? You know. You know, uh... Yeah, but he's always like one note. Dirty deeds. Yep. Done dirt, 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 cheat. He's way behind the beat of the song every single time. But you know what? He doesn't miss a word. <laughs> but he shouldn't be finishing He's his song. He's drunk the before he gets to karaoke. <laughs> Which does makes he walk it... in with that mug? I don't know. If he does... He gets there early enough sometimes to see if he brings that from home or if they just stash that for him. I'm kind of jealous. And then we kind of got to get one of our own. That'd be the next move. All right, we're going to do a real quick uh, break. We're going to take a leak. We'll be right back, and then we'll talk some more shit. Not together. I, that, this is... You're not going to go with... Okay. Well, well then, fine. I'll just go. I'm right, gonna sit here. Yeah. Okay. All right, we're going. And we're back. Well, I'm telling you right now, there's one exciting news I want to get out there, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen. If you're a uh, boxing fan, it has been or official. A UFC fan or a UFC fan, or just a Floyd Mayweather and Conor mm-hmm. McGregor, the fight will happen. August 26th. Okay. So it's on. They're both getting paid over $100 million or something absurd, which is, uh, it's not even fathomable. Do you have a pick for this fight? <laughs> I mean, I gotta go with the man from Ireland. I gotta go Conor McGregor. He's just, I think Floyd Mayweather is just a little too cocky and. He's just going to get shown the fuck up. He hasn't boxed in, well, since Pacquiao. Two years. So, and McGregor, he had a, what, a recent UFC match in the last six months to a year? I believe he's a champion in UFC. Yeah, they both are still. I think, oh, they, I think they still both Mayweather have still the has a title? I still think he has the title, yeah. I'm actually going to go with Mayweather in this fight. I think it, we can make it interesting by getting a pool of money together. And seeing who sides with us and having a payout for everybody. That'd be kind of dope, really. I mean, you know, they were th- they were talking like McGregor's fights last a total of five minutes and 30 seconds. And majority of Mayweather's fights last 10, uh, 10 and a half rounds at three-minute rounds. Well, I mean, it's... Just saying. I mean, I know there's yeah. well, you get the kick and stuff, and 
there's submissions and this is gonna be a boxing match. Chokehold. This correct? will be a boxing match. Right. So there was um there was an undefeated woman in the UFC by the name of Ronda Rousey. You might remember her. Fantastic. She's a little bit irrelevant now, but I I didn't believe that woman could lose. I didn't see it happening in her entire career. I thought she would retire undefeated. Just being the badass that she was. She's always gonna be a badass. She yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm I would never date her because if we ever got into an altercation, she just put you to sleep. Right. And I don't need that. I don't really need that in my life. I don't need my kids to see that or anything like that. I believe everybody's beatable. Sure. To some extent. Yeah. Eventually, you know, look at like, you know, uh, Clashes Clay. Mm-hmm. You know, Joe Lewis, Mike Tyson, uh, George Foreman. You know, they get older. Yeah. These younger cats are gonna come up and just. It happens. Yeah. Level them. I'm I mean, just a firm believer in, in an undefeated streak when it does happen. Even if it's a scripted one like The Undertaker's, didn't see Brock Lesnar going over on him. Didn't see that happening at all. And when they put the one behind that uh, 21 and 0, kind of shocked me. So I'd be shocked to see Floyd Money May- Mayweather go 49 and 1. Undertaker won what, 23 and 2? Yeah, he's he now lost. Three more seasons? Yeah. Or three more, yeah. Four. Bray. He had Bray, Shane, and Roman? Was that it? No, it was just. Uh, he at least had Bray it and It was Shane. Roman and Lesnar. That was it. No, no. He had Bray and Shane in between. Oh, I'm saying though, but he won against those two. Yeah, yeah. He, lost, two losses he lost to Lesnar and. Yeah. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, Undertaker was. I remember seeing him when I was five ish. My dad took me to Raw up in Indy. Mm-hmm. And that's the first time I ever saw him. That was the first year he came out. And my dad goes, he's going to be great. And when at the end of WrestleMania, when he, uh, you know, you see Roman walking up, he turns around, and all of a sudden it goes right to Undertaker's music. He's standing up with his um, coat, hat, and gloves on. Mm-hmm. I was like... What's happening? Yeah. And I think everybody in that room was like, no. Like, It'd be it kind of cool to have Ricky Tucker on here, because Ricky Tucker was there live. Yeah, he was. So it'd be kind of cool to see how he experienced that, because... I, I mean, if I could get my fraternity brother, Kirk Martin, up here, he was there, too. Yeah. And I think he was sitting lower, though. I think he actually paid the buku bucks. Right. But he goes, leaving there and um, seeing Undertaker take off his hat, fold up his coat, take off the gloves... And lay him in the center of the ring, walk out, and then, you know, that one last fist in the air, mm-hmm. the lightning bolts, and he lowers down the hell. Yeah, have you heard the rumors um, revolving around The Undertaker and his return, his potential return? I know that seemed like a closeout, and I agree with you completely, and I saw no way for him to come back, but I, I have read online, and I've heard from various news sources that it was a way to retire the dead man gimmick, so he can have one last run as the American Badass. Which wasn't as popular, and I really hope it's not true, because everyone kind of remembers The Undertaker. It's in his name. Like, he's more right. of a dead man, zombie. He is. Horror gimmick. The guy from hell. Yeah, so you don't want to see him go out the American Badass, but I've read that there's a possibility that that could be... I mean, I, I, mean, I kind of liked a little bit of American Badass, just because, you know, it's a different side of him. Mm-hmm. You know, come out in a fucking chopper. It felt like it was more the real. bandana. Like, it's who he was. Like... This I think what they probably should have done was 
kill him off as the American badass and then rise him up from the dead yeah. and finish and his they, career. And they actually technically kind of did. And they, I mean... Vince McMahon buried him at a Survivor Series and then there was a lot of vignettes and stuff building up to his return the as the dead man. Yeah. 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 And, like I said, seeing that, you know, inside, I didn't show it emotionally outside, but inside I was emotional because I'm like, man, like, Taker. That was, that was an emotional pay-per-view. Like, the it Hardy was. Boys coming back had me... I was on like a goosebumps. high. Yeah, I was on a high all night. I had a lot of people say, fuck you. I hate the, I hate the uh, Hardy Boys. I never really liked them back when they were... Because it was Edge and Christian for me. Like, you either were an Edge and Christian, Dudley Boys, or Hardy Boys fan. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I like I like Dudley and Hardy Boys. Just because, mm-hmm. you know, they were a different aspect. You, you look at Christian and Edge, and they seem like the typical tag team partners. Mm-hmm. Got the cocky, good-looking Fabio. Yeah. And then you got well, the sidekick Robin. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, I liked the they, high-flying. They, they would cheat and shit. As, where the teams you like, they were more hardcore. Go yeah, through tables, they were off the, ladders. They were the uh, TLC guys. Yeah. And that was, those were the matches I looked forward to. Yeah. You know, in the hardcore series. Yeah. I agree with you. Um, it's too bad wrestling's not like that still at times. But I think the product that they have out there right now is really good. I just hope that we don't see an American Badass Resurrection. Yeah, I mean, it, it'll throw too many people off because, you know, he was buried. Mm-hmm. And now we got the man from hell that's now retired. Yeah. They, I mean, they could make it work. They made Goldberg work, and he was 50. But I believed whenever he jumped in that ring and fucking tore Brock Lesnar a new asshole. But I see, like, it. he's 50. He's not 30 when he was wrestling at his prime. Mm-hmm. And fucking shit up mm-hmm. on a weekly basis twice was, a week he sometimes. was fucking Lesnar up bro Lesnar but could get Taker for, his only loss that we knew up until that point but only for like a minute and 30 seconds and that was fine that's money though oh I, oh, I know it's good it's, booking I know it's money and it's people are like it leads to great storylines mm-hmm. but you know I want to see something and I wanted to see you know a bigger feud than just more talk Mm-hmm. And a few disputes while they're giving interviews, you know. I wanted to see a long match. I, you know, I wanted to, at the Royal Rumble. I wanted to see them, not really go. Actually, they were near the end. They were. But I wanted to see them, you know, forget everybody else. Yeah. Let's it's, focus on ourselves. Yeah. And let's make this part of our story. You know, hype it up for WrestleMania. I think their styles, they built it up the best that they could because those guys don't have a lot of stamina. They can't go the 20-minute, even a 20-minute match that you're wanting to see. Lesnar really couldn't make it in the octagon. No. Five-minute, three rounds. Yeah. He lasts a minute 30 with Goldberg. Yeah. I mean... We had to have some believability to the fact that Goldberg was this dominant um, being from the Attitude Era who still had it. You know, I think with WCW, he went like 170 and 0. Mm-hmm. Until Nash. Until Scott Hall tasered him and then, yeah, then Nash yeah, that was beating him. Horrible. I remember that because I, I was like 6 or 7. I was probably lower. Probably a little eight. bit older. Yeah, you're about almost 10. 8 or 9. Yeah, because I was, I, was I was third, fourth grade. I remember crying because that was my, that's who I looked up to because my dad was a big WCW fan. He didn't really like the storyline for WWF. So, you know, 
Mm-hmm. WCW is what we watched. Yeah. And, you know, I remember the Wolfpack, Sting. I find it interesting because most people that are um, friends or that I'm associated with or acquainted with were more WCW fans, and I was just always WWF loyal. But Stone Cold Steve Austin was the beginning and end of wrestling for me at the time. And then when DX started telling people to suck it, I wanted to do that, and obviously got in trouble for it, so. No, I, used, I always laugh because uh, I got a buddy who, um, he wrestles in a, um, oh, I don't know the lead Independent name. Independent yeah. company? Yeah, buddy, um, his name's Drew Legend. He, his real name's Kirk Martin. He's a fraternity brother of mine, and fantastic wrestler. I've seen this guy in videos perform, and <clears throat> he knows his stuff in and out. It's like talking to Ricky Tucker. Mm-hmm. You know, he knows all the inside scoops to look at. He actually posted Stone Cold Steve Austin's four-wheeler because I guess Rawls coming to Evansville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they said, you know, you never know what will happen, but it has to clear Stone Cold's uh, skull on the uh, leg peg. And I'm like, really? Could Austin, you know, make an appearance and... That's what I want back in wrestling. I want Stone Cold. I want one more Stone Cold run, even if it's just one match. I think Austin has it in him for one more. Honestly, I think they ought to have like what they call the greats match. Match. They need to have like a once in a lifetime type of match. Yeah, uh, I would love to see Undertaker, The Rock, Stone Cold. Um, I'd love to see Edge. You know, big names that were yeah growing up. I like to see them get into a ring. I like to see Vince. What's your ultimate dream match? Ultimate dream match. One-on-one, regular wrestling match. Who are your two opponents? Hmm. That's a tough one because, I mean... You know, I might have to go. And the one is deceased. So that's fine. Um, All time. I like to see the Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh yeah. I like to see Hogan. Savage and Hogan. Savage and Hogan. I think that would be. I mean, don't get me wrong. Stone Cold and Goldberg and all them, they had great ones. But you know, Savage and Hogan has happened. Those two, I would. Those two electrified any match they were in. You know, they they were always slapping the chest, getting the crowd into it, and man, that would be a I'd love to see that flying elbow one more time. I would too. CM Punk started adopting it and that's part of what made me fall in love with CM Punk. I mean he's just he's telling he's talented all around. My my dream match would be Austin versus Punk. I think the story's there for a, a beer drinking redneck versus a straight edge. Uh, prude that CM Punk was, and I think that that there's a lot of money to be made if that were to ever be a feud. CM Punk to return would just be uh, astronomical numbers and money for the wrestling industry in any capacity at all. If he were to return, but anytime any you put the word Stone Cold Steve Austin into a conversation, it's gonna be money. Yeah, because who doesn't like the Texas rattlesnake? Yeah. Who doesn't like smashing beer cans together? Chunking them into the crowd, sure. you know, sure. hitting the four corner post. Yeah, who doesn't like the Stone Cold Stunner? <laughs> Greatest wrestling move of all time, all time. Okay, so um, we were talking about on Facebook Live earlier, and we were kind of going through our feeds and stuff, and we were gonna hop on here and talk some shit, and we got sidetracked. But 
we don't go too in depth or talk too much shit necessarily, but this is a Circle of Jerks podcast and we want to hold true to the name. So I want to know, um, what, do, do you hear or see it all from uh, Nicole Thompson? <laughs> <laughs> she added me a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I was same. Like, same. Huh. She wasn't on my Facebook feed for a long time. Nicole Thompson. Yeah. I'm like, Nicole Archer, how you doing? Right. She looks fantastic. She does. But it was really weird getting that friend request just kind of out of the blue. It's like I when mean, we start doing this podcast is whenever she kind of researches. I haven't talked to her in five, six years. She, at the time I had last seen her, she was a retail specialist at Victoria's Victoria Secret. Secret. Yep. That's the last time I spoke to her, too. And I'm like, sup? Right. <laughs> I, yeah. I had to pull the Chris Kattan and Will Ferrell. <laughs> She was uh, she was married for a little bit there. She was living at Ball State on campus in an apartment. The last time I probably physically saw her, but then the last time I heard from her, she was at the Victoria's Secret job um, as a sales associate. Or she was a manager, actually, wasn't she? I'm not quite sure what. No, she no, she had the tape running that she was a she was a sales associate. Okay. Yeah. So. I would have loved to have dated her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Would have Just loved on the air. There it is. Uh, honestly, we had a we had a great connection, except for a fact that uh, I was sixteen, seventeen. It was right before prom, mm-hmm. junior prom. I caught a ticket doing one hundred and fifteen and sixty five, trying to get her home, so I could get home for curfew. I had a couple of friends in my car, and instead of calling my mom, explaining the situation, and you know, getting my car taken away for a week, I got taken away for two months had to help <laughs> had to help pay for the ticket the lawyer because you know that's i could have gotten some serious serious trouble without that guy and then um punishment was my mom had to drive me to prom Ooh, junior prom with that take both of you is that was yes. that your date at the time was she yes. your date to both proms no the she, senior she prom with... she didn't go senior prom no she went with pete negron oh okay okay Senior prom I remember, I think I remember right. No, um, how the fuck did he come into contact with her? They, I guess they were really good friends. Um, Man, she must have just like met all my friends through me and just leached onto them. She almost dated Robert for a minute. Did she really? Uh, yeah. Robert and I almost got into an altercation one time. She was over there playing cards with some of uh, him and his friends. I don't know if there was a, a decent number of girls over there, but she was over there, and. At some point, we ended up in Robert's bedroom, she and I, on his bed, and um, the story gets a little explicit from there, but it ends with Robert banging on the door, and uh, to the point where he bloodied his fist, trying to bust the door down. <laughs> yeah. Me, uh, I, I was putting my shirt back on, which we did not fornicate, let's go ahead and clear that up. I was putting my shirt back on, opened up the door, and I'm like, Robert, what's your problem? And... He's holding a fucking kitchen knife with a bloody fist. What? Telling me to get the fuck out of his house. So I split, and I, did, I didn't talk to her for a long time after that. It's a really weird situation, and it was one of the few bumps in the road of being friends with Robert Edwards. It comes with plenty of uh, obstacles. Pick and choose your battles. I guess. Um, the character has caused you and me some problems. We had, not we, really, not really, beef? not beef, but um, we almost died or, in my car. 
Is this the Acton Road this incident? This is the Acton Road incident. Were we out there? Yeah, you remember we went up there and you you said she knew a girl that lived out that area and we drove out in the country and I thought I knew my way back and didn't and somehow we ended up in Acton. I GPS blew. did not exist this time. Yeah. It wasn't a thing. This is when brick phones. Yeah. I yeah. think we even had the T-Mobile, you know, you had to buy the little SIM card. We, should, we should have had an Atlas on us. I mean, it was it was a bad trip because we started getting followed by... No, no, I blew I blew a stop sign. I guess I, I'm assuming I possibly cut these guys off. Oh, okay. And they chased us. Okay, I remember being chased. I and then remember that. calling the cops because these guys almost hit us like five times. Yeah. Ran us off the road. We and at stopped, what point? And they stopped in front of us, and then they backed up and almost hit us again. And then yeah. This is what. That's what I was gonna say. We made a turn. To get away from them, because we got far enough ahead of them, we made a turn, and they went past the stop, and then saw us sitting off to the side. Because we tried to, and then we they tried to park, up, and, and then see made they that right turn, yep. yeah, and then followed us. Scariest longer. fucking night of my whole it life. Was, it was a really scary fucking night, I will agree with you. That I was, didn't know that she was involved with that story. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Because you had seen her that night, and we had bolted. Yeah, I saw her a bunch of nights. I used to work with, I met her with, uh, or met her at Studio 10. Yeah, I so used to be at the theater with her. Yeah, yeah, that's how... She and I got acquainted, and then she fell in love, and the rest is history. <sighs> Women. <laughs> Says the man that has two kids, mm. and I have one. Which, big shout out to my little girl. Today is still the 16th, so I can, oh, I still got one minute, one hour and two minutes. Happy birthday. It's your second birthday. Daddy loves you. Hopefully in 10 years, sitting you don't down. hear this. I was going to say, what? <laughs> don't wish her happy birthday on it. She needs to be sitting down with some earbuds right now just listening to it. She, you're she, wishing her happy birthday. You just put those earbuds in and say, sit here. Dada? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sienna sits here and she listens to these podcasts and she ignores all the cussing because we cuss too much. And um, That's not fucking true. Yeah. And she's she's always asking me questions like, what are you guys talking about? So we're driving down the road and like, I'll have to like, like constantly just hit the power button and be like, what, Sienna? And then she'll ask me the question, and then I'll explain it to her, and I'll get to play it for, like, two more minutes, if I'm lucky, until another question happens. And I'm like, I just gotta re-listen to this at some point when you're not around. Leo hates him. He just cries until I play fucking Kanye. Swear to God. He, he's obsessed with Kanye. Good kid, though. Good kid. Swear to God. <laughs> Leading him down the right path of our gracious Lord, Kanye West. <laughs> easy, easy. So what about, um... Let's just talk about other people that, uh, mutual acquaintances that we have in our lives. Because we don't have a bunch of stories, like the Nicole Archer incident, the the car chase, that was fucking... That was, that was epic. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. We have, um, what? What about Tierra Overman? Mmm. How do you know her again? Refer to the third podcast. <clears throat> It all makes sense. The last fifteen minutes, if that. When, when we said we wouldn't even state her name, now, okay. Now I believe I was friends with her, and you came over. You were friends with her. You introduced me to Tierra. Like I introduced you to Nicole. We helped each other out. I got you a prom date. You got my fingers wet. Basically, is what it boils down to. And, and I guess it wasn't that clean. Oh no, it was rank. Yeah, it didn't. It did not smell good at all. But um, I mean, she probably she's probably hygienic as fuck now. So. I, I don't know. She you'd have to go to to be with BP. Yeah, you'd have to go to Ben about that because I don't I don't have any knowledge in regards to that anymore. 
Nope. Haven't for quite some time, but she kind of reminds me of uh, this actress. Um, let's see if I can look her up on my phone here real quick. It's not a perfect resemblance, but it's... It's enough to make you giggle? Yeah, 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 yeah. Anna Camp is her name. Oh, yeah, from, um, she's the, from Pitch Perfect. Yeah, yeah, I first found her on True Blood, and I was like, holy shit, that looks exactly like fucking T.R. Overman. Yep, I could see that. Kind of talks like her, too. Kind of what? Kind of talks like her, too. A little bit, yeah, as far as I remember. Kind of scary. That was, it's been a long time since I've heard from her. I'm guessing you don't. Nope. What made you guess that? No friend requests from her? Nope. I am friends with her husband, though. On Facebook? Yep. That's strange. That would be strange if he were to listen to this podcast and hear exactly what his wife did to me a little over 12 years ago. That would suck. (laughs) I bet you that's a skeleton in her closet she has pushed to the far back behind her wedding dress. You think she's one of the listeners that we have and she's kind of biting her nails, waiting until her name comes up? Because I bet she doesn't listen to this podcast. This isn't 13 She's, Reasons Why. Yeah. We're still alive. She. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't Hannah Baker yourself at the end of that. <laughs> Seems like that had been the right move Don't to get me wrong, folks. If you're being bullied and you're thinking about suicide, there are numbers out there. Remember, this is called a circle of jerks. We're not really serious about going off yourself if you're suicidal at all. Trust me, there's a lot of people out there that will help you. So... Don't take this too hearted. We're just joking. Yeah. Unless you want to kill yourself and you're wasting my breath. Like, if you're taking some of the oxygen that I could be feeding myself with or my kids, just, you know, go ahead and hold it as long as you can. Forever. (laughs) Once again, we're just joking. Kind of. Okay, so... Dun-dun-dun. So, um, who... Since we've now outed <clears throat> who the alleged rapey was, the victim, who uh, called you out at the high school reunion? That person will remain nameless because I just don't want to cause any beef with people here. He still lives here in town. Does he? Yeah. I just don't want to cause that type of beef. Well, you're going to give her initials on that show. Can you give his initials at least? No, not this one. Why not? Not this one. Why not? Because there's only 134 of us that graduated. If I give the initials, it'll clearly give them away. I don't know that it will. It will. I don't know that it will. It will. I think if you give the initials, we can go from there and we can see. No. We can see. I don't think... Not today. I bet he doesn't listen to it. I bet people that are associated with him doesn't listen to it. Not today. We will... Eventually, his name will come out. I think it should. I think it... I mean, you've called out in the fucking... This is not his cassette tape. This is tape number five, labeled Tierra. <laughs> you know, Justin on that show, he had like three fucking tapes. I said, you go, boy. But he's a little bit of a pussy. You should have, like, you don't let Bryce fuck your old lady. Like, that was... Fuck? It's called rape. Well, <laughs> you wouldn't know. Um... <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Yeah, yeah. So whatever he did, um, he penetrated the pussy, is what I'm saying. And, and from what the... From... I can't tell because from one video, he lasts a while. Mm-hmm. The other video, it's quickie. 
Yeah. Which story's plausible here? Man, if you're gonna rape, you gotta get it. You gotta be one and done. You gotta get it over with as quick as you can. You gotta flee that scene. Like you're not there to get her rocks off at that point. Like most likely, it's not gonna work that way. If she gets a little wet. It's just coincidental. It's science. But as long as you're coming, then you're going. It's <laughs> all there is to it. So um, also, once again, if you're a rape God, victim, we are going to fucking you can. Know. You can reach out. There are phone numbers for uh, rape victims. I am going to buy a fucking helmet and just sit on the hell bus and just wait for everybody else to hop on. I'll be driving. I'm sure you will be. I know, I, I know, I know that I will be. You vacation there. Either that or shot, I call shotgun. Holy you know, like, shit. Shotgun on a bus. You know, because you know all the cool, weird kids in the bed. <laughs> I might be back there then. I don't fucking know. I don't know where I'll be. I'll be somewhere. I'll probably be the kid that they're yelling at to sit down. Quit licking the window, Wooten. Uh, <laughs> That'd be a pretty sight in that fucking helmet. I'll have racing stripes on it. Yeah? Yeah. You gotta have racing stripes. So, you were saying that um, some people have reached out to be on the podcast to you, or no? Have you, yeah. Um, <laughs> have you had any interested I have potential? One buddy of mine, uh, he's potentially, hopefully moving back up here to Indy. If he does, I'm so definitely going to score him on the show. Because mm-hmm. um, he loves funny, stupid shit. Yeah, that's all and, we do here. Yeah. I got a few people. I got, um on the last video that we posted prior to today, I had a kid named Pete Miller that I met through Starbucks. He went out to Morristown, so you probably wouldn't know him. Um, Luke Willard, do you know him? No. Uh, do you know Ashley Willard? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's her older brother. He Sometimes he's out at uh, Kindle's with us. Uh, he's a real funny dude, real cool dude, real unique sense of humor. Um, I had a couple people approach me at work. Uh, one of the guys just has stories for days. Some of them don't make sense. Some of them aren't very coherent. Um, some of them just can't really be true. But I want I want to get him on here. I just wanted to tell his fucking stories. I'll probably sit in awe the whole night. You, you'll do that sometimes, but then whenever I start making fun of him and pointing out the flaws in the story, then you'll be laughing. So there'll be a little bit of that. Uh, and then I had a guy. I don't beat you to him. I had, I had a guy who uh, is from Chicago. His name's Leo. My son's actually named after him. That's not true. His name's Leo Brown, and he's a big Bears fan. And I think he, I think part of him was drawn in because of your dad Bears impression. You know what? So if, uh, if he uh, shows up here, uh, I'll make sure to uh, wear my Bears hat with my uh, my sunglasses and uh, my Bears shirt. We'll all be we'll all be dressed like that. I'll, I'll have a fucking Cutler jersey on from last season before they fucking cut his ass and threw him to the wolves. Sorry, Drew. Cutler's just not a good quarterback. Neither is Ryan Tannehill. You know, um... <laughs> He's not. I mean, not consistent enough to be good. Tannehill's getting better every year. First but season. He needs to... He needs to find his fucking groove. Every year he works on a certain part of his season. So one year he's eventually going to have the whole season. And then... That's what I'm looking forward to as a Dolphins fan. We're going to look at, like, you know... Brady's got to retire before any of this happens. <laughs> Cannot win in the East. No. Cannot win in the East. Haven't. Haven't, for, haven't been able to for a long-ass time. Uh, like, like, when Brett Favre was with the Jets, that was the biggest competition. And Brett Favre was terrible with the Jets. I don't get it. It beats me. These Dolphins, they put together a, a well-structured team, and then they end up collapsing before the end of it all. And I know that gets Jennifer Paxton's rocks off because she's a huge... Patriots fan. We gotta get Jennifer Paxton on the show. Jennifer Paxton, if you're listening. No, no. I don't want that. No, fuck that bitch. 
No, I'm, I'm kidding. Like she could come on the show. High school fucker or but now fucker? Already did it, and then uh, not so much now. Because she's covered in too many New England tattoos. <laughs> Have you seen this? You New know England what? Maybe, 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 maybe. She has when like she s- orgasms, she goes, Fuck girl! <laughs> oh, Billichek daddy! I don't know. Have you seen the tattoo she has? Oh, Tommy boy! That she's covered in? Nah. She has like Gronk, she has Brady, I think she has Edelman. She has some people who aren't going to be relevant when it's all said and done. I really wish... Does she, does she, she put... Does she have the goat tattooed right above her vagina? I don't think so. She should, but it, she doesn't yet. Was it the greatest that's of a good time? Op- that's, that's a good opening for her to do that. She needs to pay attention. I think she needs to get an Aaron Hernandez tattoo. If you're going to be... He was gay, though. If you're, It doesn't matter. She put on her ass cheek. She can hide it. You know what I mean? Tramp stamp it. Just... Because you know Aaron took it behind. Yeah. She can take it from true. behind. That's true. Or around the neck, because that's how he ended it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but his pants were around his ankles. What? <laughs> so she can put it on her ankles. She can have Hernandez in three different spots. Here you go, Jennifer Paxton. You're welcome. Money well invested. Hernandez, your body up. Today. <laughs> Hashtag Hernandez. Yeah. All right, so um, can't really think of a lot of shit to talk about this week. We've covered quite a few different topics. We've had about an hour on the air. Um, Only an hour? Yeah, about an hour and five minutes. Hmm. Which is kind of short for consider, considering what our podcast was, and then even Jeff went for Two an hour and 45. Yeah. Which was kind of impressive. Maybe we can come up with a topic for about 15 more minutes. Think we'll we try can? To close it out, yeah. Sure, go ahead. Well, let's see here. <clears throat> well, you're right. We can't. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, no, uh,. So, anything new happening in your life? Actually, yeah. Um, so, at work, I am a union steward uh, for the company of Pilkington Glass. Um, I was a furnace specialist to where I was the guy who uh, basically programmed the robots and the press and um, what we call shuttle ring, which is used to, to make the glass and shape it. I did all that work. Um as of now, I have taken a promotion. Um, it's a small raise, and it's a uh, step-up program that lasts for 30 days. And basically what it entails is uh, training to be in management. And if I find that it's for me within those 30 days, um, I'll receive an offer from the company regarding salary, and then I'll be eligible to leave the union at that point completely and uh, be a part of the management team. And challenge myself more in a mental capacity than uh, the physical capacity that I was doing before. And then if I find that it's not for me, um, I have a few good people on my side that are watching out for me. And if the offer maybe isn't large enough or uh, adequate enough, I guess is more the appropriate way to say it. Or that the job isn't just a good fit for me, then I'll go back to the union floor and I'll go back to doing what I was doing um, without being the rep that I was before just seems like it'd be too much of a conflict of interest. So, um, it's a big move in my life and, uh, I'd like to see it all play out the way that I imagine it could be really good things. Um, and the only reason I considered it and, and, uh, chase such an opportunity was basically just, uh, to give my kids a better life or to help them more monetarily along the way and put them in a position where they don't really have to want for anything and to better myself 
in a job that I can make a career out of, whether it be 10 years down the road at Pilkington and trying to advance my way up that corporate ladder or moving on and finding my niche in, uh, in life outside of Pilkington. So it's, it's a really big move, and it's, it's huge for someone without a college degree. It's, it's even bigger for someone who's only been there for about five years. They don't do a lot of internal hires from the Florida management. So a lot of, a lot of cool stuff happening with that right now. And um, I want to appreciate and or I want to thank everybody and tell them how much I appreciate the prayers and the positive vibes that everyone put out last Sunday when I thought my interview was Monday morning, which ended up being Thursday morning. And uh, just to kind of let everyone know that that did pan out the way I wanted it to. And everything seems to be heading in the right direction. So thank you all for that. Best of luck to you in the next 30 days. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thanks, man. You're going to hate life. Yeah. I've been in the management field. I mean, I've done it before. I did it at Starbucks, <clears throat> and I did it um, a little bit at the casino. Yeah, but with the Starbucks... Starbucks was cake, bro. I know, but you can't fuck anybody on the roof. Yeah? Yeah, I found that out the hard way. No. My justification is, like... The Beatles were so good with their rooftop performance that I just wanted to make her hit those same high notes. I thought she'd be like, you know, let, let it be. Like, and it just didn't pan out. Like, whenever one person catches wind of it, then the next person finds out, and it trickles down the ladder. Eventually, corporate catches on, and yeah, you, you won't keep a job that way. Fucking girls on the roof of Starbucks. It was her idea. Like, I'm going to blame it on her. Like, it was completely her idea. 100%. I, mean, I go to clock out, and she's like, hey, would you be interested in having sex on the roof? And I'm like, yeah. Does the Pope wear a funny hat? Yeah. Let's, Does let's a tan man have a sheet metal cock? Does so, a bear shit in the woods? What do, they, what do they do after two people fornicate on the rooftop? Then they get the bright idea, maybe we should lock this off, this ladder, and not let anyone have access to it. So then they gated it off. It's fire and hazard. Put, put, a, put a padlock on it. Like, after the fact. Is there a camera back like there? You could have prevented no. But Bolt cutters. You tell you tell the wrong person. I think his name was Chris Ridgeway. I believe that was his name. I told him after like we came down, like I was like, oh, like glowing. It's like, what's going on? I was like, like okay. just fucked on Starbucks' roof. <laughs> well then he told fucking everybody. You know, that's one thing I've never got to do is fuck on the clock. I wasn't on the clock. I clocked out. Like I said, I clocked out. Oh. I clocked out. You yeah. were on your own personal time. I was on my personal time. Private property. I mean. <laughs> there's there's a fine line somewhere in there. That's a quick 15-minute break. Just yeah. saying. Yeah. Huh? 15. I mean, I was like, what, 20 years old maybe? So it was like 10-minute break if I was lucky. If I stayed awake the whole time. It's most coffee you drank. Huh? Yeah, yeah. And I was absolutely. I remember Coffee it. and weed doesn't mix. Just saying. They, it didn't hurt back then. One time, the pot hurt. Um, your wallet <laughs> or yourself? No, it hurt my situation. I actually went to jail, and I was supposed to be at my shift. And like this is like my first of a series of write-ups or whatever, and they just kept bringing me back because, I don't know, people say it's this charm or the gift of gab or some shit. But the hair. The, maybe, I think that's what it is. <clears throat> you had that Kelso hair from that 70s show. <laughs> Back then? Yeah. Fuck yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. And I had the Kelso fucking inhale, too. So, yeah, I got arrested, and then I missed a shift, and I went in the next day and explained, here's what happened. 
She's like, well, you know, called no show. And I said, yeah, I'm sorry. It's not, it's never going to happen again. And I'm changing my ways. And then she's like, all right, it's fine. We're just going to write it off. And then I took my lunch break and went home and got high and then came back. So <laughs> I, I never slowed down back then. I just didn't know how. I remember the first time I ever smoked weed with you. Yeah. It's at Jeremy's house. Yeah, Jeremy. <clears throat> this guy would love to have him on this fucking show, but... I was so high, I didn't care about the clowns in the movie. What movie were we watching? It was like a, a Burger Hut restaurant with the killer clown. It was more like a fucking comedy than it was anything. But... I, I can't remember it. I was so out of my fucking mind that the burger in the movie looked delicious. <laughs> So we probably went to Denny's and ate. We did. Is that accurate? Okay. At That's 2 o'clock in the morning. Usually the way my nights ended over there. But. That's what cat you said. <sighs> Sorry, folks. Didn't mean to do that. Um, <clears throat> that's when the cooks of Cagney's and Santa Fe almost got into it. Okay. You were there for that? That was fucking insane. That, yeah. We um, had Big D on our side then. Right? Yeah. And you know how hard it is to hold back Big D? <laughs> Impossible. Like, a, like along those lines. Yeah, he's he's such a good dude too, um, but normally when I'd go over to Jeremy's house, like we would we would watch the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm. I had just been introduced to it maybe six months the year before at Ball State. Um, like Zach Locke, I think Paul Evans was up there. Uh, there were a few guys. We all got together and we went to go watch the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I had never seen it before at that point in time. So you can imagine my face while there's a bunch of people walking around with, like, these on their heads for a uh, virgin with a lipstick and uh, dressed in drag and just these creepy motherfuckers that are walking around dressed like this butler and stuff. My mind was blown. But then the show started, and they had the audience participation with all the different props, and I was hooked from that point. But I was probably stoned that night because I never really got around to watching it again and probably couldn't remember the title. And so I moved back here, get the job at Santa Fe, and work underneath Jeremy... On the clock, not off the clock. And um, Jeremy smoked me out all the time for free. And eventually popped in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And he would, like, fucking dance to it and stuff. Because he was beyond fucked up compared to what I was. And I would just die laughing between him and then what was going <clears> on <throat> the screen. And uh, so most nights would actually be, I'd be like, can we just watch the Rocky Horror Picture Show? I was just enthralled with that fucking movie back then. I don't know what fucking clown movie you're talking about at all. Uh, me neither, but that's the I know first you don't, time I, know I you ever don't do well with clowns. Yeah, and I did just fine. Yeah, so maybe that's what it is. So the trick is if you get high, we're going to... I think it's more that, that, that we fuck it. That could be it. I was like, so I think it. this year, whenever we go haunted housing, maybe we need to try to score some marijuana and... Uh, Medical. Well, yeah, whatever we can. Has to be medical. Yeah, it can't be, we're not going to do fucking Can't be illegal dirt, cannabis. We're not going to do fucking dirt weed or anything like that. No. Like, this is for my cataract, so I can get us to the haunted house, fine, and then back. And then, uh, you know, yours is to deal with fucking clowns. You know we're going to wake up. It would be, it'd be. We're going to wake up in Michigan, you know that, right? It would, I'm not that bad. We're going to, I am. It would, <laughs> it would, you'll be over there with an atlas, because we'll forget I, we have GPS. I did weed be right like, before I became an EMS, and I swear to God, uh, a fraternity brother sold me some. And uh, Carlton, if you're listening, bub, thank you. <laughs> he probably doesn't want you to but I, my announce s- him as his... No, nah, it's cool. You don't know where he lives. <laughs> Facebook him. Has so many Carltons <laughs> on there. Fake accounts. No, but anyways, he goes, don't smoke it and drive. I'm mm-hmm. telling you now. You don't smoke weed like I do. Don't smoke it and drive. <coughs> well, you know me. 
I've smoked weed before. I know what I'm doing. I'm in a country road in the middle of bumfuck Egypt. Mm-hmm. Like, you can hear banjos playing at certain parts <laughs> in the morning. I'm in the middle of bumfuck and you got a pretty mouth. And all of a sudden, I'm sitting there like, just driving. And I look out my side mirror. And the side of my car is sitting next to me. Like, the trunk of my back end of my car is driving. I'm going, like, literally, my car is going horizontal. And I'm just like... What the fuck's going on? And the other occupants, and they're like, You don't smoke weed like we do. Let me drive. Just get me home. I walked up there, and I thought my stairs were broke. That was some good shit that you were on. Let me tell you this. For some reason, I had in my mind that the stairs were in that, was an escalator. And it wasn't moving. I can imagine. I stepped you. on it and stood there. I can imagine. Probably this. about five minutes before my before my fraternity <laughs> brother walked up and goes, "Why are you stopped here?" I go, well, "I'm trying to figure out why my escalator's not working." He goes, "Let's get you upstairs." So even like in your stone state of mind, you couldn't realize that when an escalator breaks, they become stairs. Yeah, <laughs> that's some really good shit, though. That's awesome. Good cush. I think that I think that would be an experience if we go to the haunted houses this year because we did. Yeah, it'd be my life. Street park, right? Yeah. So it'd be it'd be interesting to see if it intensifies it or does it make your uh, give a fuck be busted. But see, I'm kind of worried though that if you know, because if I'm mellowed out and the guy goes scared, I punch him. Well, you can't do that. I can't do that. You can't do that. That's a big no no. I I know. It's a big no no. So what are your plans tonight? What do you got going on? You getting ready to go home? Going home here shortly after we get done wrapping this up and clean up. And then I'm going to go to bed. I'm probably after a shower. Mm-hmm. And uh, you got work in the morning? Yeah. Got to be up in the morning. What time? 4.30. At work by 6 and about a 12-hour shift ahead of me. And then once that's all over, I plan to come home and fuck, I don't know. Probably just... He keeps checking his phone, so I'm just assuming that Tasha's, Tasha's blowing him up right now. Yeah, she, uh, she just happened to message me. She goes, where are you? Does she not listen to these podcasts? No. Oh, she should start. No, she, she yeah. <laughs> Love you, baby. There's, <laughs> there's your five seconds of fame. <laughs> no, the, we do not... Look, folks, if you want to send us money... <laughs> what? No one wants to send you money? Us. Me and you? Us. You and I? Yes. Oh. For the podcast? Absolutely. To help us out? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and plug us. Yeah. Plug us all. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. PM us. Yeah, we'll yeah. your information. GoFundMe.com backslash. I'm just kidding. We don't have a GoFundMe. That would be terrible if we did. No, but I mean, if people really want to send us money to help, you know, make our dreams happen. I mean, that would be amazing. A dollar. But they, they're trying to make their dreams happen. 50 cents. You know what I mean? Not that they're going out and doing anything like we're doing. Like, we're putting ourselves out there quite a bit. We're being very vulnerable when we do these podcasts. And we're dealing with whatever equipment we have. And we're just trying to slowly upgrade and get something more professional sounding. I think eventually it's going to take off. I mean, you know, a camera so we can do a um, start to finish live feed. Yeah, we so want our own microphones to put on these boom mic stands that I got us. We need a mixer at some point. So we can make sure that the quality of sound that you guys are hearing is fantastic. Yep. And keeps you tuning in every week or multiple times a week Yeah, to hear us, you know. We want Small to get, things. We want to get some sponsors going on, and we we got, actually, we got some things in the works. I actually 
could potentially have some sponsors. I emailed a couple companies that we mentioned previously in mm-hmm. our podcast, and hopefully I, uh, I gave a nice little synopsis mm-hmm. of us. And, you know, we're not looking for the money right. or anything. We're just looking to be able to say their name. Like Yingling Light Lager. Cold, refreshing taste. It's fantastic. Lynn Levitt. Yeah. 12-year-age We college. want to be able to, to have a script emailed to us that's like, okay, basically read this advertisement and get us on the air, and then eventually we can hashtag them and make it more official that people that drink Yingling will be like, okay, well, maybe I'll listen or to this Or Glenn Levitt. Yeah. Or Hanover Snyder Press. And so if we can draw them in with our advertisements at the beginning, maybe they'll listen to us all the way through. So that's kind of ideal, but um, baby steps right now. And yeah, it's all baby steps. Yeah. Hopefully this thing takes off. I mean, I, I would love to see it take off. Uh, like we're anticipating. I love to retire doing this Monday through Friday. It'd be phenomenal. Four hours a day. Talk about bullshit. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up and say uh, thanks for joining us on the Circle of Jerks podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we've enjoyed creating. You can follow our page on Twitter at Circle of Jerks PC or our personal pages at Justin Parsley or Justin underscore Parsley and then your Twitter page would be? It'd be uh, Wooten8706 Okay, and then you can like us on Facebook or subscribe to our Drunken Snapchat stories. The best ways to receive new editions of our podcast is by heading over to soundcloud.com backslash the circle of jerks or subscribing to us on iTunes. Please be sure to review us and rate us as it helps us expand our audience in a much quicker fashion. And lastly, please check out our website and exerciseinbullshitting.com. It's hosted by Squarespace. You can check out our blogs, links to our merchandise, and easily subscribe to our podcast alongside Robert Cox's podcast entitled An Exercise in Bullshitting. Thanks again for listening, and fuck you all, jerk-offs.